0: Okay, well. Greetings, name of the most high. I was an, inspired by the uh film Girl Next, which is, is uh you know, it's really funny. It's here we are going on three years and uh you know, just got a, a royalty check for it and uh it was just invited to a uh festival in the south of France and that's what they wanted. I guess it's because of the uh, uh film had come out there. And despite the trashing of the United States, IMDb and the UK, which just, you know, totally, you know, I mean, I have people saying, you know, they're, they're talking to me, they go, well, it's, it's it doesn't deserve that. <laughs> but you look at Singapore, there is numbers from Singapore. And there is a is an actual rating that would be commensurate with the awards that we've won, 75 awards. And... Um, it, Or eighty or whatever it is, it's a ridiculous amount. And the thing is, is that's what. So in Singapore, if you look at the Singapore numbers on IMDb, you go, you have to kind of scroll over. There's like the UK and then the US, and it's like you know, um, you know, a complete failure according to them. But uh, Singapore is more like, like I said, it's the same. You know, it averages out between like seven and eight or so, which. You, you know, which, you know, we know it's a, it's a very low budget with no known actors and, you know, all all people that have not been in starring roles. You know what I mean? And we did that on purpose. And so we, we're just really, it's all about the ideas, not about any one person. You know, it's all about the ideas. And, and those ideas came through very well. But the public, you know, here in America and also, I guess, England, England used to be nice, but they're uh unless it's that guy that's there's people that are after me that are just trying to you know that that may be trying to trash it because like I say Singapore and other places plus the the um you know being invited to so many film festivals over and over again shows the true you know the true the true fans they watch it again and again, and if they can get the book. Uh, The Girl Next novelization, it's not just a recap, you know, a redo of the movie. I mean, it follows the same structure, but it goes into all kinds of areas that you can't go into in film, making it a much bigger experience and setting the stage for the next three sequels. But again, getting that word out is another thing that's, you know... It's kind of difficult, but it's fun, funny. You know, Singapore is very populated, and like I say, it's, it's got this... Uh, it's like a mirror opposite of the UK and the US, which I found to be... I, I think I have a reason for that. I think there was sabotage. I think there was uh, personal animus, um, spiritual warfare, again, you know, and all that. Whereas in Singapore, I, I think it was just based on the film's merits, not based on, you know, me or Larry or anybody else you know, not a personal vendetta. And I hate to say it, but we, you know, we that, uh, you know, having this F report and all that is, you know, it's it's a liability for things like those because they see that and then they just go over and market it. It's, you know, it fails, you know, or, or they call it a slasher film, which is what they tried to do with our first drafts of society, which was, it was a satire when we did it. And I wrote most of the drafts, not Rick Fry, but I just, I kept that from the public because uh, you know, and then and then you know, you know they they tried to do a campaign where it was like I was just there, you know, just you know putting my thumb up my ass, and not, and it was all bullshit. See how people are crazy in this business, and they try to you know they try to take away your your credit, they try to take away your your um, you know what you what you've done. But I mean, I I, I did at least ten drafts of society before it. It was turned in, but then my so-called partner put, you know, t- 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 turned in a draft actually that I that I wrote, which I didn't say in the documentary, but it was like, wow, and claimed it was his. <laughs> I know, ouch, get that knife out. But I think it gets straightened out in the documentary. Maybe it's good that we you know kind of set the record straight. And as far as the, the people lying about me, then this is good. Then they, they can't lie about me. And I will set the record straight on on Rick Fry. I just felt sorry for him, you know. He had a hard life and he you know, he died early and, you know, widow and all that. I don't want to say anything negative. He was there. He did he did, you know, work. He he got under a lot of stress during the pre production though and it was he was in the hospital most of the time, so he couldn't do any writing at that point. So that's just the truth of it, and it's funny how that gets twisted around in the press. unbelievable so now you know it's a whole new me since the hospital. It's like I have a different personality, and um you know i just it's it's I'm kind of you know not not wanting a fight, but if there's a fight i'm I'm there and uh so that's 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 just the way it is anyway. On the um, the the girl next front, it's what's so amazing to me is I forget the name of this town. It's it's like Perpignan or something in the south of France, where we just got invited to this uh, festival there, and they contacted us and they said they specifically want Girl Next. They weren't interested in the documentary or the Quantum Devil, and they wanted that. And so uh, I thought, wow, you know, this thing's got legs like what three year came out in 2021 here we are 2023 a couple uh over two years later and uh most of these kind of low budget you know films with no actors no names anyway uh wind up uh you know on the back burner i mean nobody ever hears from them again and uh a lot of people watching on tubi (laughs) and they're re-watching so i don't know who's making the comment i don't know who's attacking but to me they didn't they didn't see it. They were just liars. So the only thing I can say about the US and UK um people on IMDb, fuck 'em. Yeah, you know, Singapore has uh got no axe to grind with us. So they're gonna be more honest and I, those those numbers are uh what I think is uh is you know, it's 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 what I would rate it I do not I w I don't I don't rate it, you know, Stanley Kubrick or anything, but I certainly don't rate it um you know, for what it is in that low-budget category, it is kind of a masterpiece for what it is because it breaks new ground, and it does it well. And the music is totally superior. So, you know, but it's okay. We go on. i you know, I think I might just really, you know, just be the writer of obscure novels going forward, you know, like... Um, the hospital thing, and then I'll just let uh, other people deal with it. You know, you know, we'll just see what happens there. And um, I, you know, I, I uh, this is the same thing that happened in publishing, in Christian publishing, the same thing, and in New York publishing, the same thing with my glass backwards, which was a literary piece, and it's better written than any. You know, I've 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 gotten books here by, you know pretty famous authors. And I put that right in that category. And, um, you know, I haven't read anything that anyone else has written, including recently, uh, that, that even comes close to glass backwards. I mean, it doesn't even come close, not even in the, it's like most, you know, I open the book. It puts me to sleep. Why? Because they don't, you can detect the dishonesty Or somebody putting a lot of personal anecdotes in to make it look literary, which I don't like either. But anyway, um, I guess we all have our opinion about what should be. I told you my experience with Harlan Coben. I just was like, there is no way I believe this guy (laughs) at all. But Hollywood just loves him. Loves him. A multimillionaire off Hollywood. So I, you know, I I guess that's just the way it's going to be, you know. I'm I'm fucked up, and I'm, you know, uh, I had uh, a lot of, you know, psychological problems and um, have been through a lot of things, and so I tend to go very deep in my fiction, and other people pull back, like they don't cross a lot li- any lines. I don't know about any lines. I don't. I was, I, you know, I didn't know there were lines. Right, so they can remain publishable so that they can make a living, and now i 'm to the point of thinking, well, if you make a living, the one book I read in the Nut House was a, a book by Bob Dylan called tarantula, and he was sort of like you know trying to be very poetic and write like an entire book without punctuation and stuff like that, <laughs> just free association, I would call it, but see, I really dug it, you know, and same thing with the uh, William Burroughs, you know, I really, you know, I, 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 I appreciated the, the, the effort. There, you know, I don't, I don't worship the guy, you know. I mean, he's a raging pervert. I don't, I'm not, you know, really into glorifying any of that stuff, just because it doesn't. It, it's not where I want to go. Where I want to go is out, gone, and never come back. And any kind of fiction or any kind of anything, any kind of worship, any kind of prayer, any kind of meditation, anything that can get me to the point of, um, reality. Since this is a joke, right? This reality is a joke. This planet we're on is pretty much a joke at this point. So I need something to get out. And that's what I use, uh, sci-fi fiction, you know, things like that. And, um, now, the other thing I want to say about Girl Next, and especially the, 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 the novelization, which, um, you know, a lot of people got the bundle where you get a DVD, and that DVD, we mastered that ourselves. And so it's tight. And the book. And the two are like a companion. The whole thing gives you this great uh, kind of experience with... then um, I think one of the things that people want to know were fans... Uh, They want to know, well, where where did Lorian go when she left, when she defeated the uh, traffickers and defeated the programming? And she thought she was breaking free of her programming, but, of course, the clown shows us she wasn't. And I'll tell you what happened. She gets uh, several SUVs pull up, black SUVs with blacked out. This is in the novel. And um, she gets... uh, she she gets picked up at the at the roadside and um and you know she's basically gathered in by you know military assets military people in black blacked out SUVs pick her up and some go in to clean up the uh the the ranch and what happened there and that's about where you wind up but see that's good to know cuz people want to know that they want to see that and I think we would have had we had more time developing that screenplay, I think we would have probably had that, you know, had that uh, pickup. But then again, it begs the question, well, where did she go? Well, um, and this is other writing that I've done. Um, and I'm not sure what I did with that writing. I actually tracked where she went and then tracked her, de- de- her deprogramming and uh, this was all in preparation for a series about this person that we never really, you know, we, we just didn't have time yet to, to, to finish developing it. Just, it was just a, a beginning. But I wrote enough to know that um, uh, she was uh, deprogrammed and, uh, and that she was also having, uh, she was, you know, kind of remade into like a super soldier type of person, which she already was. Mm-hmm and there's evidence of that in the film is when she runs at supernatural speed and you know faster than a car going 35 40 miles an hour and um, you know so it it goes on and then you know whatever her next thing is she's usually used as an assassin that's her her uh you know her her little career that's that's her thing and um she's not really sure who she is and, um, you know, she has handlers and, 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 you know, she's being groomed in this possible series to, uh, take out the, um, you know, uh, a, a ruler of the world. That's, that's, I would love to see that. Um, but in order to do that, she has to defeat, she has to get through a lot of security, a lot of, you know, there has to be a lot of wrangling around to get her in position Uh, because she's an expert sniper and a skill she didn't know she didn't know she had and it was reawakened in the film in girl next but like i say she was never not observed she was never uh not being handled she was never on her own she was being they were all being watched the whole time we didn't show that because uh we we had it in dialogue but we didn't show that because uh that would not have uh, you know ruined an aspect of the story. You know that's something you want to find out toward the end. So that's the deal there, you know, and it's very intriguing. And the series of you know Laurie and West uh, would be extremely intriguing because it leads up to like the last episode. It'd be I can't say more because I don't want to get in trouble, you know, with uh, the authorities or anything, you know. So uh but it's 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 like if you could if you could eliminate the problem of the people doing what they're doing to us right and you send her in something along those lines and I I I think that would be ter- terribly popular not that I really care what the public thinks you know and I I I don't uh, hang out on IMDb or any of these other you know that's basically a bought and paid for thing. Anybody can buy votes and sell votes, and you know those. You know, so you have people buying like you know down votes, and they can buy hundreds and thousands of votes. I saw in one one guy said he doesn't recommend. You know, he didn't ordinarily wouldn't recommend the film because it's so horribly made. And then he says, uh, but I am going to recommend it for, for one thing. I, mean, I guess it's the ideas or something. And he um, got like thirty thumbs down was this was this review helpful and it's like what <laughs> really uh, i just you know again fuck them you know these are these people that uh, weigh in there and have one thing in mind I, i'm pretty sure this is the way it works that um you know they tried in austin to derail us and they they've you know the crew was hostile so they they they're players in this and like i say anyone another tactic is to buy lots of you know votes that it did and, and 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 make the uh, their algorithms go crazy and demote you so they do that and then a lot of the reviewers just said it's a terrible slasher film with amateur acting and amateur music and amateur this and amateur that and it's just not worth it please stay away from it but they're so adamant that you don't watch it it's like well what are you what are you trying to do well, if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. I love. I like. I look for films that are two stars and below, because those are the. That's the good stuff. When it's recommended, they can go fuck themselves. I, I, I get bored, and I've gone through a lot of money. You know, buying like twenty bucks for a something that's in the theater, and then it's a dud. And after fifteen, twenty minutes, I just blew my my money. That's. I can't afford to do that. I don't want to do that. And you know, but it's highly recommended. You know, it's it's four stars. It's you know, you know, eight point two on IMDb or nine or nine or ten or whatever it is. And then it's disappointing. I, I just watched one the other day. It was a, some kind of a luring somebody to an old family home to, you know, in another country. You know, and then they have a a tradition of uh, of of, of uh, human sacrifice. And uh, it was just a couple having trouble. I've, I've seen this plot a few times, but I really never get tired of it. And it got like you know, one star or something. It was completely like, oh, this is you know, just trash. Watch it. I was riveted. It's great. Riveted. So I aspire to. You know, I aspire to the lower the number, the better. This, you know, and then it winds up on some place like Tubi, and it's trending at number one. How can it do that if it's so bad? So so and, and what and what are these terms bad, good, and all that? You know, it's like completely So I guess, you know, what, what happened to me on this is I got a healthy dose of I don't give a fuck. You know, so that's putting me into creative mode. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, create a lot more as time permits. And also, you know, my body has gotta be you know, recuperating here, you know, resting up from the, uh, you know, the the completely toxic sepsis nightmare, uh, con, con, congestive heart failure, um, renal failure, you know, kidneys, bladder failure, just failure, you know, the whole body failure, and my heart kept going, you know. But still, I take that as a warning, like I've got to be careful, you know what I mean, with, you know, diabetic diagnosis, and that's wrong, and hypoglycemic diagnosis, and this diagnosis, you know, and then the experience in the hospital of the, the witches of the hospital. I'm, I'm not really, exa- I mean, that's in, in, we're writing up fiction about it, but I'm really, it's really not fiction. There's really a lot of truth there, you know, and there's a lot of truth in my fiction, but see, People don't believe it because they think it's like a conspiracy theory sometimes or whatever they think, and so they so it comes off as fiction, but I'm, I assure you i'm not writing fiction. yeah you know, I may make something satirical, but I 'm not writing fiction, you know necessarily there has to be truth in it or it's it's, it's boring though anyway, so those are my exploits I'm, and I'm you know I think i'm going to double down on uh, creating much more material and uh, you know, of whatever I can produce, including podcasts, because a lot of times and including like you know these idiots that follow me around and spy on me on Facebook and stuff i 've just gotten to the point again where i 've had to you know what i've what've you know i didn 't want to talk about this today. i forget what I was going to talk about i was going to talk about prophetic gifts and uh and the people that have them. Oh, how God uses the broken. Yeah, the only reason God uses me is because I was completely uh, smashed. I had no personality. I had a split, a shattered, not a whole person. So there was no filter there. So God could just use me. I've seen him do the same thing with schizophrenics. Everybody else has written him off and give him antipsychotic psychotic medication, shut him up and how God will use them to prophesy. And one time on my book lamb, I had some Christian asshole, I don't even want to call him Christian. You know, say, well the big problem with this book is that uh you know, you're glorifying that you know the uh, the homeless and the and the destitute and the disconnected, you know, and whereas people that were established like, you know, the, this guy and this guy and these, you know, pointing to these various heroes. You know, I mean, you know, you, you, what about, you know, they're the real leaders. I said, no, they're not. God will use who He's going to use, idiot. And that usually is the broken because they have no filter. Got it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it through your head or get out. You know what I mean? I mean, that, I guess that's where we're at right now. I just have to really just kick people out of here, not, not not out of you know the chat room or whatever. I mean that's you know my brethren. I'm talking about you know you, you know spies, people who watch, people who lurk, and they have then they have all these opinions. And no, the establishment people. Yeah. So he was on me. He said, "Well, what about this R.C. Spruel? You should have him. You know, he's." And he said, you know, you're, 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 you're totally wrong, Zeph. You, you're glorifying the, the homeless. And the, I said, yeah, I've, I've met more Holy Spirit people among the homeless than I have among the established. And that's a fact, Jack, <laughs> quote Joe Biden. That's really, you know, that's my experience. So, yeah, they're going to be lifted up, and they're the ones that made it out when L.A. was going to be flooded and the L.A. Basin, that is, and they were the ones that were let out as the remnant. But there was also a salesman, and there was you know other people that were householders. But some of the leaders were, you know, there were failures here, but with God, they're leaders. And that has perfect mathematical symmetry. That's 100% accurate. But see, the Christians want to shut all those people up if someone has you know mental health issues and whether well God can't use them if someone's like a you know has uh you know trauma based mind control and multiple personalities and this and that you know and they're and the, you know, what God does is he puts them back together, he fuses all that together into one in Christ, and then usually they don't leave Jesus, so they become whole, even stronger than your average worlder the worlders are not uh The worlders are are, are not whole. If anything happens to their infrastructure, they fall apart. They completely fall apart. They can't handle it. When they finally get, you know, windowed... Can you imagine if they knew what was happening to their meat supply and to their food supply, and and what the plans are for the average person working at the insurance company, working as a teacher, working at uh, law enforcement, working at any of these jobs out there. None of them know what's coming. The only people that know are God's people that have discernment and and, and God-given intelligence, but usually they are outcast. So God uses the outcasts. And by that I don't mean, you know, people that make you know millions of dollars catering to the patriot community. I don't mean that. You know, they're not used as much as the disconnected. The meek shall inherit the earth, deal with it. So maybe you can't handle God's word. You know, so I what I would do is I would just shirk away from creating anything because of that criticism and just feel like, well, I'm all wrong. I should just go die. I should get out of here, shouldn't have come here, don't want to inconvenience anyone. And how many lambs feel that way? Like almost everyone I met has that. And if you have that feeling at times, that you just want to get out of the way so they can have their fun. Just remember this if you weren't here, God would have never had them born in the first place. They would never exist without you. And that's another truth that you need to understand so that you can keep your head up. And not, uh, you know, take it on yourself. You know, God uses the, the broken. God uses the brokenhearted. God uses the people who have a damaged ego. You know, who have been beaten down so much, they just don't even know their own name anymore and got to use them. And they'll prophesy. And guess what? No one will listen. And then bad things will happen to those people. They, they'll, they'll they'll warn you. They'll say, you're going to die of cancer. And the uh, Lord wanted me to tell you that. And boom, it happens. Why does it happen? It's not because the word was spoken. It's because the word was reflected. In other words, there was a word already established, and they're just simply a messenger giving the word. Not, they say, you know, some of these churches will go, shut your mouth. Don't speak that over him. Don't speak that out loud. And you go, it's not me, you. F- mm. It's not me. It's not me. You know so kill the messenger. No, don't kill the messenger. It's just a message from the Holy Spirit, putting you on notice. You're going to die. So get your affairs in order. Get right with the Lord. Repent, whatever you do. Whatever it is you're going to do, do. No one's judging you. but say, don't speak that over that own time no, I'm not speaking anything. If you're repeating what the Lord's given you to repeat and you're being a messenger, then that's not speaking anything over anyone. You're just repeating what the Holy Spirit has told you. And if you don't do it, then that sin is on you. Blocking the Holy Spirit. Ow. Okay, enough ranting. Uh, I, I can't get all this done, but I mean, here's the thing. God uses the the you know the the broken and they're the ones with the voice. And the people can't handle it. They get mad. You know, they can't handle it. Whether it's in a, you know a painting, you know that signature. That signature. In a painting, in a work of art, you in, in a book, anything. Nobody that is really on God's side, should ever compare themselves to any artist, writer, or anybody on the other side. That would be um, a travesty. That would be uh, completely and utterly unfair. What God's people need is to be unleashed, to go, and to go with confidence that whatever they're thinking, whatever their process is right. So not to stop themselves because the other guy has the gravitas. Not to be silenced or run off by the wolves. You know, if you read any published New York Times bestseller or whatever, you'll find that, you know, open the book and it's just filled with lies. Because you have discernment. That's how you can tell. The, the public doesn't know that. They're reading along and they go, oh yeah. And they, you know, they, they get into a fantasy world with it. It's like watching television. It's on that level, literally. When they read something like Hemingway, though, that's too difficult for them to read, you know, just any of those stories. They don't break it down and say, oh, that's an allegory, or this is that, or this is communism, or this is whatever. They, they just, uh, you know, just the, give me the Reader's Digest version, <laughs> just, you know, the cliff notes. Oh, I didn't do that. Some that maybe somebody uh Well, how long have I been absent? A lot. The, like the whole time? I'm sorry. Are you, uh Are you live now? Yeah, no, but how long have I been absent? Hello. It's 37 minutes. Anybody know how long we've been absent for? Anybody know how long? Uh, it may be the whole time, Trish. Anybody informing you in the in the chat room there? Yeah, Ivan is telling me Well, what is it? What's the answer? Okay. So we're cool. Sorry. I don't even know what happened. I didn't do that. I guess what I had to say right there was, uh, maybe it was too harsh. What I mean to say is this, you got to speak in love, you know, and at the same time, you got to be fierce, like a, like a lion, you know, devouring its prey (laughs) and in love. In other words, it can't be personal animus, personal anger, personal opinion. It has to be, you know, coming from the Holy Spirit. But, you know, this this has to do with people that are, that are you know, that God, I guess, wants to try to save, and they need to be confronted. And you can't pull punches because that's not going to wake them up or, you know, actually shake them out of their stupor. You know, and um, so there's more prodigals out there. But again, you know, same thing with... Uh, any kind of word to the churches or anything else, because if you don't watch out, they'll start rebuking you and telling you the Lord said this and that, and they'll start quoting scripture and Bible thumping your head, and you know, as a way, you know, in order to neutralize you. That's the only purpose, and, and they, they, their their mouth should be duct taped. That's the only purpose in their speaking when they, when it's a churchianity person, when it's a sort of evangelical sell your soul for a Calvary Chapel type person. You know, they they basically, um, they're like Nazis. They have no tolerance for anything other than their opinion. And the thing about reading, you know, the Bible has, is one of the few, you know, literary works that has unlimited depth and can speak to every person individually about their situation. So it really is a, a, a supernatural document, but you can't interpret it um, with your ego as John MacArthur does. And, you know, it, it all sounds right, but it's wrong. It's like, you know, they end up you know, preaching this sort of rapture doctrine too. you know, this pre-trib rapture, which is, it's fine. There's scriptures that talk about being caught up in the air and going with Jesus forever. And uh, you know, sitting there while the wrath of God kills everybody on Earth, <laughs> whatever, you know. And they 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 were all hot hot ab- to trot on that, and they you know, made movies and wrote uh, pedantic little books about it called Left Behind. And and um, you know, but the, the, you know, more power to them. It just it's what it really shows is how you know feeble and you know inconsistent their doctrines are. And how feeble the the people that receive them, they're just looking for a quick fix, they're just looking for a "Oh, I get raptured out of here," they're just wanting to focus on that to take you know the horrors of the world off their mind, but I mean God wants us to go through the horrors of the world, and the, the horrors of the world will break you, it will shatter you, it will turn you into uh you know multiple personalities or you know psychotic or, or you know delusional, it'll hurt, and then we need and then but God heals. And you need to be hurt. It's like lancing the wound. You've got to be hurt before you can be helped. You've got to be... How many people understand the doctrine of brokenness? All of you. Okay, well, here's the deal. He breaks the ones he loves. So when you're going through a really tough time or you're you're feeling like, you know, completely abandoned, I mean, I really feel, I felt that, you know, and then... After I went through the sort of near-death experience, it was like, well, there's no time to be feeling, you know, abandoned or any of these, you know, depressed or any of this stuff. It's time to, you know, we don't have a lot of time. The people of the world don't have much time. You know, they're going to get hit with something right out of the blue. They're going to wake up one morning and that'll be it. It's over. And, you know, there's nothing anyone could say. say. Well, God sent, you know, 50 messengers to you with prophetic words just for you, and you ignored all of them. So now you're freaked out, you're you're not even calling on God in your last breath. You're sitting there, you know, dumbfounded that this could happen to you. Where Peter tells you, "Do not be surprised like, you know, shocked as if this is some surprising thing to you. You know, the persecution's real." You know, do you expect that we um you know, putting some something out there in the world will be treated as well? as some coddled, um, you know, uh, illiterate fool that's, you know, it's like Hunter Hunter uh, Biden trying to be an artist. You think we'd be treated that well? <laughs> 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 or do you think there'd be persecution in whatever works we put out there? Like, don't look at that. Why would they say and spend all this time trying to tell you um, – you know, one of the best reviews we, we got on Girl Next and on, uh, more on Girl Next and Quantum Devil, but it was like when Julian Sands, who was our, our narrator on the dock, and he passed away on a, a hiking accident. But, um, you know, it's uh, he went on and on about it. He was talking about Larry, and there was a video somewhere. I, I, you know, I don't know. I was told that we can't play it, or I don't know. I've, I've, I've been unable to promote anything, because it's, it's. I always, you know, wonder if there's some, uh, some thing I'm doing wrong. So, I've done nothing. But, um, yeah, he said a lot of nice things. I mean, this is a guy that's a film buff. This is a guy that loves, you know, the good stuff. The Coppolas, the Kubricks, the, you know, the Lynches, the... Uh, you know, you know the, the Christopher Nolans and the you know the, the 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 John Carpenters and the you know on and on, and he and he went on and on about how it was a subversive cinema. He was so happy to see that back. You know that the people in you know, the the public out there doesn't know what that means, and the critics out there they don't know what that means either. They say, "Oh, this is misogynistic," and they don't understand we're we're. Taking new ground, we're not going to be cliched we're not going to cater to the cliche we're not going to cater to the p c we're not going to cater to your stupid critics we're not going to who are you know now uh, in an unfortunate class of people that's very dumbed down in film threat um we've gotten a nine out of ten, okay. And they, they said, well, you know, you have to pay to have ads in there and for them to review. It. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, they're not, they don't lie. They, if it sucks, they say, they, here's two out of ten. You know, they they just said, if you want access to the magazine, you want to put your logo in there or advertise something, or if you want them to look at whatever's you know, there's millions of people with films, they need to be reviewed. They're not going to just do it for nothing, but... They 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 give you a, a you know uh, Chris Gore runs a very tight ship. He's very opinionated and he's uh, he's very very strict about um, you know. Film Threat has always had great credibility when it comes to independent film and others. But then there are some that say, well, this is just misogynistic slasher film, and I'm like, where, where is that? Where is the where is that part of it? you know and then you realize they they just they didn't do it they didn't read it they just uh were sent in there to do a hit job and um you know and then the people that you know are, you know they they buy thousands of ones and two votes so that you can be marked down and they and they 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 can run you they were, they ran one with i mean chris pratt was in some movie and I forget what it was. It was some alien thing. And it wasn't all that great, but it wasn't, you know, a one. And they drove it down to a one. You know, and it's like, wow, that's, that's Hollywood. That, that actually Jeff Bezos produced. A, well, it never happened again with him. But, I mean, you know, that was like, it. you know, it was like so overdone. But, I mean, they just pounced on it. And so they use IMDb to, to, and what they're really doing is they're going to wreck everything they see except for their, you know, five favorites. And not only that, they get paid to do it by the studios. So, you know, I'm heartened by the awards. And it's kind of funny, if you go to the, the page and you see the the 75 awards, and then you look at the comments and the, and the various... um you know, the the numbers and everything. And you go, wait, something doesn't quite add up here. But now that we have Singapore coming in, um, you know, that that, that kind of answers the question. And it it doesn't really matter what we put out unless I join the system or unless we join the system, you know, SAG signatory, uh, you know, uh, schmoozing the Hollywood, you know, bowing down and all that stuff. Unless we do that, it's going to continue this this you suck thing. And so my attitude is, well, fuck them. After I got out of the hospital, I was like, hey, what am I wasting any time for? I mean, I can't believe that I wasted time. Oh yeah, I better leave because I don't, I really don't belong here. I better just get out of here. There's no home here for me. So when you start get that that when you start getting into that attitude. And you start dropping out of everything because of that. Um, that's Satan, because you're, you're not you're not uh, you're not playing the game. So you're being persecuted in the spirit. So you have to rebuke that spirit and say, you know what, I'm going to double down on whatever I was doing. And and so and and that's how you you fight, and not not with hate in your heart, like you know you want to go over to uh, one of these people's houses and beat the crap out of them for trying to ruin your so-called career. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's spiritual warfare plays out. Trump and, you know, being overindicted like that now has the sympathy vote and it all backfired on Obama, who is, uh, you know, him and Obama and Valerie Jarrett are really running the, running the show. You don't hear much about Valerie Jarrett, do you? She's deep inside the Obama residence, <laughs> spying on him. you know, getting stuff on people. And, you know, Obama's just there blackmailing anyone he can. He's just, it's, he's, you know, he wants to bring in, you know, more diseases. And, you know, don't think Bill Gates is really the guy in charge. Obama it, it sets him loose. Obama wants him to bring in, he wanted to bring in Ebola, remember? President Ebola, remember that? He was bringing Ebola in. And he tried to. Didn't quite work, but I mean that's you know this this whole pandemic and everything that's Obama's signature all over it. Race race wars, dividing, kill whitey, kill the white people in Africa. That's Obama like to kill every white person there is, and anyone who isn't gay, kill them too. I mean he is he is you know a victim of of unfortunately he has a, a crafty mind, but he's stupid. He's spiritually a dumb dumb a dumb idiot. And so he's dangerous, right? He just reacts and goes, "Well, kill him," you know. And then he sets the soldiers loose, and Biden and the, you know, the whole deep state, you know, listens to uh, Obama because he's really the de facto president. He's the most powerful man in the world. And they keep that hidden, you know. Klaus Schwab takes, you know, cues from Obama. You know, he says, "I'll set you up, Klaus." You know what I mean? Klaus doesn't call the shots. Gates doesn't call the shots. Kissinger doesn't call the shots. Kissinger advises Obama, I'm sure. But Obama's in that rarefied position of, of, you know, King Akhenaten or something. He's like the the pharaoh, right? And they worship him. I'm serious. I know this stuff sounds just crazy, but it's uh, just, I'm just, I'm just just rocking and reeling. You know, I'm going to say things that people aren't going to say because I'm just, I have no filter. There's no filter, you see. And um, you can just write me off if you like. Obama's nothing sitting there hamstrung, and you know. And if they get ready to run Michelle, you know what I mean? That's that's the Obama's fourth term. <laughs> you know, because she's influencing him too. So I guess they're both kind of running things. You know, and they want a world of, of, of you know that just they just they want to equalize the playing field, and the only way they can do that is kill all white people. It doesn't matter whether you did anything before. The fact of the matter is the culture is tilted toward white people, so they have to be eliminated so that you know, people of color can and, and then you've got the Latinos fighting with the blacks, fighting with each other, fighting they're, they're all divided now. You know, so it's like, uh, well, what kind of color? A little bit of color? A lot of color? How much color gets to dominate and rule? Is it the 5% like Jay-Z's of the 5% club? Of Jay-Z and Beyonce? You know, what's the the deal there? And, um, you know, it just seems like a bad James Bond novel at this point. Just, just. You know, just uh, obvious. Everything's so damned obvious. You know, this goes to this, goes to this, goes to this. It's like Lego. Isn't there any way that anybody can say anything or do anything? RFK Jr. publishes a book about the cover-up at Wuhan, and it gets zero. It's like like no book exists. So they're gaslighting that. So anything they disagree with, you know, don't expect that you'll get a fair review anywhere. You won't. And, you know, that's just the thing we're in. And, you know, people would say that about me in radio. You know, can you imagine if I was in commercial radio making a million dollars a year? (laughs) And, And I hear people say, no, I can't imagine that. But, you know, people said I had the talent to do that if I wanted to do it. Um, I didn't get any offers like Alex Jones did, but, um, you know, uh, had I been totally hooked up with a system, um, I don't think it would be very difficult to be, you know, to, I don't think there'd be a str- struggle. So I hereby proclaim in the name of Jesus that I've had no struggle, that what I perceive to be a struggle is nothing. It's just the court of public opinion, which is basically persecution and i accept that if you saw me getting top accolades i'm in the l a times a variety and you know invited to you know the to, to to the uh the palaces and to the you know to, you know the various estates of the of the uber wealthy and had you know the sort of you know giant uh studio flicks going and all this kind of, you know, running around in the can group and, you know, yachts and whatnot. There is no way that, uh, you would be, you know, you would not be a listener of me. I mean, there's no way that would happen unless you see some persecution. You're not going to believe it. And you shouldn't believe it because if you're really if you're really for real, there would be persecution, and I don't mean the kind of persecution of, um, you know, of uh, you, know, the, 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 you know, lawsuits and things like that. That can be, you know, pretty bad because it's based on lies. I'm talking about reputational. I'm talking about like anything that you produce ruining it. I'm talking about trying to starve you out, make sure you can't do anything, you can't make any money, you can't exist. To make sure that you, like you, you beg for food, you get nothing. Even if you dumpster dive, you get nothing. That you die of malnutrition on the street, uh, you know. That and that's your punishment for being for real with the Most High God through Jesus Christ. That's the real punishment. And I look around and I go, "Wow, okay, so where's that going on?" You know, the trip to the hospital. Okay, you know, and the and the and the. Uh, you know all this you know near-death experience and this, you know and all the dividing and you know, the you know, strange warfare going on in there. Um, you know, I expect nothing less. I mean if, if if I didn't get that, and the reason I get that is because I can see, I can see. It's, it's weird, like in there, I could see the minds and motives and even the thoughts of everyone in there. I could hear them loud and clear. It's so funny that it's so clairvoyant in there. It was ridiculous, which I just say it's just being in the spirit because you know the spirit is, trumps you know your personal clairvoyant tendencies. Let's say, right? You in the spirit you see everything. You see much more than a black magic practitioner sitting there with a little cauldron, you know, looking or looking and gazing into a you know a pyramid, a crystal pyramid or something. You see much more than that. You can feel and see and, and you know, you see the abominations and you can see, you know, what they do and you see what they're doing. I remember there's so many years ago I had, and the Lord gave me a vision of this witch that was in the music uh, group I was in. And I told you she was, she was putting, you know, pictures from us on the Internet into a pyramid cage in the center of her pentagram. She was a full on witch. And she would write songs to the, to the to the Almighty Mother, you know what I mean, the Mother Goddess, and and you know it was the full on, you know, full on, pagan witch whatever, and but I had the vision of being in that pyramid cage. It was a pyramid made out of um, oh, you know, what, little sticks. What do you call that? Um, oh, what do you call that? Oh, a certain kind of like they make chairs, you know, out of this kind of technique of weaving these reeds together. What is it called? Anybody, please. I hate it when I don't have the word. You know what I mean? It's, um, you know, wicker. So it's like a wicker pyramid cage. And, uh, you know, of course, of course, witches use wicker, right? Wicker is a big thing. So I called her on it, you know, by not by talking to her, but by writing a song called Pyramid Cage and, you know, confronting her that way. And she disappeared. She went off like a rabbit, you know. and She'd been there for like nine years. And everyone loved her. You know, all her friends were there. And we never, you know, never to be seen or heard again. And eventually they started getting really mad at being like this. this one guy that was, trying to handle me. He was from uh Canada. And he was head of the music uh he was head of uh, he's passed on now, but he was head of the uh of the Music Association of Canada, you know, whatever it is, you know, like we have it here. He was head of the music the music system of Canada, whatever that is. The Association of Artists or whatever, you know, Canada. And he was he was always liked my music you know and uh, he, but he was trying to urge me to go new age more in my lyrics and in mine because I did one song called one oh one, like we're all one and he loved it he was like you got to do more of that you know and then I would disappear for a while and come back like I do you know and I'm not necessarily run off sometimes I just disappear because I feel like it and then I kinda, I'm sort of a free spirit that way and, you know, he got so pissed off at that too. He was like, well, I'm done with you, you know? And it's like, well, I said, well, I didn't realize we were an item. You know, uh, you know, have a nice life. <laughs> you know, I have no, I mean, you know, what, what do you do? You know, I, I didn't realize we were dating. And, um, uh, so, you know, it went down that way and, and, uh, that was retaliation for running that witch off is what it was. It was like, you got to, and then someone else did, did a song about a, uh, or a video about a, a satanic ritual, uh, sexual satanic ritual abuse. I think it was like, um, it, it was some masturbation thing, you know, but it was like a ritual set up as a ritual with these women and this guy and they had clothes on and he did, it was kind of porn, it was por- like pornographic, but it was a ritual. And I, and I asked the, the, she was like a filmmaker. I didn't know her, her real name, but I said, what was going on? I just acted really naive. I said, Hey, what was going on there? You know, and, you know and I, all the, all the people's comments on that song were like, count me in. I'm in, Hey, I want to be there in that guy's place. You know what I mean? They were just like all eager to, to, uh, you know, to, to, to get off. <laughs> so I asked her, Hey, uh, What's going on there? And she flipped out. But my question: she took the whole video down, and she disappeared too. And that's when that when Dave, uh, Dave, Dave, the head of the Canada Music, that's when he was, yeah, you know, assigned to me. And you know, it was like you can't be like us and be around these in in this music group. And then they would get downright mean or try to ignore you and different things like that. And then you could comment on them. I mean, it just was like when you make a comment on what whatever they do or say. It's kind of like the same thing as like Facebook, you know. I've got all these friends that are like, you know, um, you know, journalists and, and uh, you know, publishers and uh, you know, producers and directors and things. And you know, I don't see them. I see the the same friends I've I've seen for years. You know, it gets down to, to the same people, and it's because and and there's you know this is very uncanny, and there's a reason for that, you know, and uh, there's there's definitely a div- I felt that same divide, um, you know, before, and I'm like there's there should be no divide, and if there is a divide, it's on them. They are the ones who are bringing the division. They're the ones who are bringing the trauma. They're the ones who are bringing the pain. And they know it. And they hurt you. And they ignore you. And so it's, it's horrifying. It's extremely um, troublesome, it's extremely horrifying. And I don't care what you do. You could quit that, and join again and over here, or join again over there. It's going to be the same people that you're, you know, you're running with. You know, this is people that are of the Lamb. You know, we're the children of the Lamb, and we don't, we can't commingle. We don't mean to to be that way. But we you know, whatever their customs are, whatever their ways are, it's it's just different than 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 we have, but uh I'm not quite sure what what they're trying to accomplish, you know and and having their unity and you know stabbing each other in the back and all, there's all this kind of stuff going on, but there's definitely these two there's these there's this divide, and I know there's- division among political lines too, among colors. Yeah, there's all kinds of reasons to divide, but there's a, a definite one with people that are really of the Lord, that really have the Holy Spirit. seem to be we seem to find each other, you know, and comment on each other, and you know, we kind of hang out together. And um, that's it's just the way it goes. And I think um, I'm not sure why that is exactly because if I were them, I, well. You know, if I did not not just accept the Lord, but accept the Lord's offer, you know, to go with him, you know, because I was dead. I was dead already. I was already dead. And if I didn't accept that, then that would have been the end of me. I had really no choice. The Satanists weren't offering me anything. They, they, they offered nothing. All they offered to do was basically, you know, overdose me and kill me. So... I went where the love was. God loved me, and had always been there to protect me. So I went home. I mean, where else would I? What else was I supposed to do after being after after the you know the the, the you know the lifelong beating, the lifelong trauma, you know the 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 the, 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 the just the just the unbearable existence you know, unbearable consciousness, unbearable split in my personality. Where, where was I supposed to go? What was I supposed to do? Why, why would, would they, should they be allowed to judge anyone, let, let alone me? When I meant them, it never meant them any harm whatsoever and have always been supportive. And, but they expected me to play, to play the fool. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to do that anymore. You know, in other words, go along to get, you know, be nice and, you know, try to get along. And if there's any problem, it's your fault. You know, it's always your fault. It's always my fault. And whenever I would stand up for myself, it's like, oh, silence, break, cancel the check, fire him, get the thing out of here and it's over. If you have any feeling whatsoever, if you go, ouch, that's it. You, you made me feel guilty by saying, ouch, so you need to be punished. Cut him off. <laughs> so, you know, they say, well, how can you live? Well, you know, the just live justified in Christ. I mean, that's the only thing we can do. Well what other choice did I have? death you know that was there, but death at their hand, and then I survived it. I mean you know, but I mean they've they've been trying this for a long time. they believe that anyone that doesn't agree with them needs to be killed, and that 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 person does not have the Holy Spirit that because they say well these are these disruptors need to be. Taken out of here. No, that's not true. They need You need to shut up and listen to them. Yeah, but they're the dregs. The dregs? I remember one person, you know, I, I said, you know what the real dregs are, the real meek are. And then, you know, this person wrote me and goes, Well, you're not the dregs. These are the real dregs, you know. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. If you're, if you're, um, if you're, not fitting into society and you're an outcast of society then you're the dregs of society that's the definition literally and then she'd going on and on because she basically hated me and she hated me because of what's in me i don't know who she is but anyway i got no filter and i still have no filter and i will say whatever i need to say if god has something to say through me that it's going to come out i'm not going to pull any punches You know, and so God, I'll I'll just say it again. So where this last couple of sessions has been going, and then I, you know, and then then I guess that's a, well, not quite it. It has been God uses the shattered, the broken heart of the broken, and will break those he loves. And will discipline those he loves as well. He will teach those he loves. And, and, And teaching oftentimes wisdom comes through pain making mistakes through having to learn painful lessons having to e crow sometimes having to look at yourself in the mirror and do self-analysis and 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 god provides all that you know to his people and you know the world doesn't they just say anything goes and the more bold you are the more you get rewarded you know it's funny and you know we we had this one clip of uh Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox as examples of Satanists in the documentary. We couldn't use it because of, of of a legal issue, so we had to take it out. But I'm so glad we did, because somebody posted a thing where she says, you know, something, something against conservatives, you know, cons- you know, you know another conservative is a code word for a Christian, patriot, uh, constitutional... Um, Republic, you know, nationalist, uh, blah 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 blah, and she goes, "We're going to kill them and cannibalize all of them." She wants to eat them. So now she's, you know, I, it may have been fake. That may have been Babylon B. Bee, who knows? You know what I mean? But I mean this idea that she, uh, uh, you, you know, that there she is, you know, having, having, you know, reportedly having said that she wants to cannibalize all conservatives. And basically, I said no. She doesn't mean conservative. She means Christians, and so I'm very happy not to have people like that in any kind of thing I'm involved in. Because, yeah, you know, the other thing I noticed about her is she's looking ugly now. She was a, a beautiful girl, and now she looks ugly, just really ugly. Just like A, just is just pulling her face down, and she looks like she's doing a lot of drugs, and and uh, you know, Machine Gun Kelly, he he. He, uh, I don't think he's going to make it anywhere. <laughs> he, they, they tried him out as an actor, and he, come, you know, pretty much failed. So, you know, maybe he'll be, maybe he'll be around because he's a Satanist. So, you know, uh, like right, they traveled the same. Right, Hollywood's a Satanist, right? So he's a Satanist. So they kind of they fit in that way. But uh, they were touting, the clip we wanted to use. They were touting, drinking each other's blood, cutting each other, drinking each other's blood. You know, for, and she goes for ritual purposes only with her long nails and her angular face. You know, she's got like a, she could have been, you know, like a, sort of like Angelina Jolie is is really losing her, you know, not losing the beauty. But she doesn't look like she looked 10 years ago. I mean, and nobody does. I don't. We we don't. But, um I just, it's funny, they're pushing more Satanism the more they age, the more irrelevant they become, the more they need to reproduce themselves in the media. So saying they're going to cannibalize Trump supporters, let's say, which is really a code word for Jesus people. That's the real target. The real target's, you know, the Bible. The real target is is Jesus Christ. And they have Jesus as some kind of goody-two-shoes guy when Jesus was you know, an outcast and a rebel against the Roman society, so I don't really understand, you know, and beloved by by millions and millions of people throughout the countryside, you know, just all over the place, you know, adored for his, uh, you know, his empowering the people with his message of the gospel. He wasn't going around telling people not to have sex and not to do this and not to do that. That was the Paul's writings have a lot of that. He's the Romans were out of control with all that. So he was the Galatians were out of control. You know, people were out of control at Paul's world. He was removed out of his own church at Ephesus. He got kicked out. The, the temple prostitutes came roaring back, you know? And so he had a real problem with dealing with lust and all that. And, but Jesus really never, you know, in his teachings and his way, he was really never, he was really never, you know, dealing with the symptoms I say lust is a symptom of uh an Im- a, an imbalanced person, and just like drunkenness is a is a imbalance you know uh being you know addicted to drugs is an imbalance you're you're trying to correct something and um you know the uh it's it's really uh It's, you know, the sad thing to me is everything that you need for the, I mean, without, well, let me just back up and say this, because this is all part of a, a series of messages. Okay, so without God, there is no world. Okay, it just gets nuked. It gets, it gets you know, blown up at some point. Don't know when, but I mean, it's heading that way. Uh, I don't say without Trump or without that. I just say without Jesus, there's no world. But with people like Chuck Smith having kind of ruined Jesus and the Catholic Church and the, 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 the Protestant churches and the various, you know, the, 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 all the denominations have made Jesus the, 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 the conformer when that's, that, that is the last thing that Jesus is. Jesus represents non-conformity. He overturned the money changers. So I, you know, I just beg you, anybody that, that you know, is not a regular listener, I just, I just beg you to stop and just get out of your way and put your ego down and look at this situation and just ask God to help you and ask God to show you Jesus, the, the real Alpha, the Omega, what it really means. Because it's not just like a guy walking around with a beard, you know, like that guy, that chosen guy. You know, it's it's a much more deep thing. Listen, uh, before there was a world, you know, we were with the Lord. You know, our minds were conformed to Christ before we were ever born. We were marked as his in the very beginning. Read John 17. And read John 15 through 17. We were marked from the beginning. And did you know that in the end, there'll be a, the the, the, name, the secret name of the Lord will be written on everyone's forehead, but you won't be able to see it. I had a vision of it today that even though it will be written there, people won't see it. You'll be able to see it, but, but other people won't. It, it's like it doesn't it doesn't leave a mark like like a like a you know like a Marks a lot marker or something on someone's forehead. The name of God is there, like you're sealed. You're sealed as you know, you are uh, completely, not just you know forgiven, redeemed, all that, but you are just you know you are completely one hundred percent you know a. Um, really what you're becoming is basically a vessel for God, you know, a tabernacle for God. And then it says that, you know, God will, uh, you don't need light. God will provide the light, the electricity, whatever you, 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 you know, there's, there's, there's no uh, need to provide anything. And it, you know, it goes on and on about, uh, you know, (laughs) rivers of life. It's really, the description is really the restoration of Eden in, in Revelation 22, you get the first uh, the first uh, verses, explain it, of Rev 22, and that's, you know, the conclusion is, you know, of course it's about restoration. Of course the, the, there was the, 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 the fall, the garden, the idyllic thing, and then there was the fall and the kicking out from the garden and the cherub guarding it and guarding the tree of life. And, of course, it returns back to eternal life when it's restored the 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 symbolic garden is restored meaning uh eternal life really death is canceled and meaning that there is you know abundance of whatever of everything but you don't you know it doesn't talk about really what form you have and it doesn't really talk about you know what position you have and the way i look at it uh you know, it also says don't change any of the words of these prophecies that, you know, or that uh, you'll you'll be handed your share in the lake of fire, which, uh, you know, I, I definitely know there are consequences. But in the end, you know, in the end, there was, you know, God knows about who winds up where, and what happens, and he's, you know, kind of orchestrating the whole thing. So it's, in the end, all there is is God. All there is is love. That's it. But how it divides out and where it goes and how it, you know, all, all these multi-level, multi-dimensional things that happen, this is God's work. So therefore, we should not worry about anything. Now, the reason we're up, you know, early today, Shabbat Shalom, by the way, the reason we're up early today is because the alarm went off. Not just lot. we disconnected the alarm, like the you know, you know other alarms, and we we're updating the alarms now, but this was a special fire alarm that was really based on you know smoke in the kitchen type of thing, and so it' say uh that's that's really what it it has a horrible sound, a piercing sound that you have you can't even stay in the house, you have to get out, and it went off on its own today. And I thought, well, it may be because of the battery or whatever, but it was like it only went off long enough to get us up and and looking around, and then we were up because we'd gone to bed early, so we we were up. And then I got that this is, you know, to warn out there that, you know, the devil's prancing around looking for scalps today. So it's a particularly heavy spiritual warfare, you know, weekend, let's say. And, you know, to be girded up, you know, with the uh, Ephesians six twelve and full armor of God and the word of God and the sword of the Spirit, and to just be ready to, you know, uh <clears throat> you know, do battle and not with not with hatred, you know, but uh but to be fierce and to be an even fiercer warrior than they are. You know, it's it's a it's a kind of um you know it's the same ruthlessness as the prophets have to show where they go right up to, to the, the king and they tell him something unpopular, knowing they could lose their lives, to be bold. And as Paul said, you know, to speak boldly as I ought to speak when, when, when you know, presenting the things of, of, of the spirit and, the, and, the, and eternal things and the, the things of reality, the things that, you know, that, that, that guide what happens to the earth. And um, I do not retract what I said in the book Lamb at all. I doubled down on it. I totally recommend that book, by the way. And everyone that's read it has, has really liked it. There's, I haven't read any. The only people that don't like it are people in the establishment, people that are, right? It's like the same thing with, with anything we do. <laughs> and the thing is, they're wrong. Because what's you know if it's busted out of the of the you know the, the cracker jack box, you know of, of of paint you know paint by the numbers paint in the lines, if it's busted out of that, then uh, those independent artists have done a great service, and those independent speakers have done a great service, and those independent you know and, and prophets, you know if they're prophets of the Lord, they have to be independent. They are tethered to the Lord, not to any organization, not. Sitting like a couple of dupes in a in a in a church, and they they bring them out. They go, "Here are the prophets. Hey, come up and get your word. Make sure to make a big donation." Now, who, who what kind of stupid person would go along with that? I'll tell you who: desperate people that are desperate for hope. They're desperate for an answer. God has not been answering their prayers, so they figure if they give money to the church, then. You know, God will do them a favor. God will heal them. God will restore them if they give money. And God doesn't work that way. I mean, there's nothing wrong with giving money when God says, hey, this person needs money, give them money or something like that, or, you know, put money in the coffer, do this, do that, whatever, you know, with the money. God directs the money. But it's another thing to to say, gosh, I don't even feel God anymore. I better give some money to the church to see if I could." Get God going again, and most people that do it that try it that way they they wind up even even deader than a doornail right they end up even drier than they were they with you know the 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 problem is that they they the problem with all of us here in the west i think is we just worry too much. We're in a lot of pain and we worry and, you know, it looks like the, the end is very near and everything looks horrible and, uh, you know, they're out there on you know, they're gaslighting us by like, you know, they're putting shows on like The View and you have, you know, what's her name, uh, Joy Behar talking about, uh, you know, how prosperity is here, the Bidenomics really works people have more money in their pocket and all that and then everyone you know can't even pay their bills anymore. And you're going, what this disconnect? What the, this disconnect? That woman should shut up. But see, too many people coddle her. Too many people coddle Obama. Too many people coddle Biden. Too many people coddle, you know, what they want, Trump thrown in jail. they're, They're willing to give up every right and go totally peak Orwell totalitarianism and kill everybody just to get that one thing done. And so God will use that to punish them. Oh, they're big, but you know who knows it. I sense that Stephen King, you know, who was at one time, quite a while ago, a good writer. It's it's, it's uh, kind of sad what happened to his uh, gift there. But it looks like he's softening a little bit. It Looks like he's he's kind of not sure he's hes not. It was trump derangement syndrome all the way with him and now he's looking like he's talking to conservative people uh, you know he's uh, he was he was interacting with uh, uh you know he's you can find all these people on X which was twitter the the whole conversation is going on on X if you want to look into it but i just sense that he's going to uh you know he's he's i i just sense that he's he's frightened seeing what, what what's happened and you know, what kind of thing that's the that, that complete destabilization. Just like when Trump was saying, you know, one of the saddest things for him was going through Washington, D.C. and seeing it basically, you know, being reduced, you know, to squalor, you know, and nothing but graffiti and crumbled buildings and burned out stuff. And, you know, it's, you know, really sad to see the Capitol, but see, that's all by design. You know, if they could bring DC down, you know, they they want to they want to do this to every city. Uh, you know, the only people stopping that would be Republican mayors and Republican, you know, Republicans that are still, you know, still. I wouldn't call them conservatives. What I would call them is um, basically just. What would you call them? People that agree with the founding of the country and the founding, you know constitution and documents and you know they want to be free to pursue their own lives and and not have the government on their back and it just sounds like common sense to me it doesn't sound like something you give this evil label of conservative that should be you know fed as can you know to to cannibals you know which would be megan fox and her, her little boyfriend you know it's it's uh it's just amazing to me how um you know how far this, you know, how far into stupidville this thing has gone. You know how far into land this is gone. You know it, it. It really is quite amazing. You know that nobody seems to be you know able to apply logic to any, anything that's going on. Nothing. Every, no, everything is illogical. And um, and I thought I thought parents would protect their kids. I guess they didn't. Shame on you you know, uh, even if you got in a fight where they want to take your kids away, and, and even if you had to flee to protect your kids, that, you know, at least you would have done something. I wonder how many of these kids, you know, when they grow up, they'd say, you know, mom, dad, what did you do to stop this uh, horrible tyranny? When well, we now live in, you know, little cubicles and you know, we're allowed to you know have public transportation and, you know, we, we can't eat if we if we say the wrong thing, we don't we don't our money doesn't get to buy groceries. I mean, what do you think about that? So I think what's gonna happen is um I think Trump is a long shot, is the way I look at it. And um, I I don't believe that he I, I just think he's a long shot, and one of the problems that he has is that he was pushing the, you know, the mRNA uh, vaccines and he never did explain it. If he explained it, maybe he'd be less of a long shot. Yeah. I think RFK looks to me better than Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Democrats have nobody, right? It's, I mean, you know, Kamala Harris is a joke. The, the uh, you know, they have RFK Jr. Okay, you know I I like him quite a bit, but not because he's quote conservative. It it's not a You know a, you're you're not like this white nationalist if you believe in the rule of law, are you? You're a racist if you believe in the rule of law. You're a racist if you believe in in hard work. No, you ba- basically you're a common sense human, which is what they don't want. So I what I would do. To be a good person, because if you don't do this, you're a bad person, is, you know, I would uh, basically rebel against anyone that's trying to make these kind of societal changes and changes to the human genome. I would rebel against that. And I would try to, uh, you know, I would also rebel against anything that tried to enslave me, because that's just common sense. Trump is the well. I've said it yesterday. Trump's the only guy that can actually fix it. You know. i You know. But can you imagine a liaison, uh, president, vice president, of Trump and RFK Jr.? That'd be a good. Uh, you know. That, I don't know if that'll happen because now you're talking R- about. said no. That's well, far. well, that may never happen because I know RFK Jr. wants to be president, but. Um, no, Trump can actually get it done, but here's the problem: it's there's so much arrayed against him that they'll just start burning down the cities again. You know, and that, and that and if he doesn't have the backing of the military, then that he just sits there, you know, like he did that day at, you know, where he sat there with his, you know, pathetically with his Bible in front of a burning church, right, with the Saint John's Church, and 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 you know, and it was also pathetic his, you know, what ended up happening at the Capitol building when he was you know, try to contest the election and get Pence to do something and then the march on the Capitol, this big setup by Nancy Pelosi, which is really Obama. And so all of this is, is uh, just incredible to me. And uh, I do believe that it could be overturned through consciousness, through a conscious change. But, you know, people have to speak truth to power. And we need more people to speak truth of God you know when God gives you a, a word, you know this prophetic word thing. We have a you know a poverty of this word in this country. There are not people out there really, you know, hitting it hard. You know, and 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 we do have people that that really do get, you know, I, I you know I know they tried having the Elijah list, but that didn't really completely work. And then, you know, I I, I don't know what the answer is really. I'm, that's not my ministry. You know, that's not my, God doesn't have me doing that. He has me saying the things that people won't say and you know, uncovering like all the pedophilia and all the trafficking and the slavery and all that stuff that we've done over the years uh, has been more my ministry and, 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 and also to prove how the satanic way only destroys society. It only destroys people. And so to try to prove that there's only one way there's not two. And this is why I got kicked out of the music group because they they say there's only one way we're all one. We all need to sing Kumbaya, you know, this, this whole New Age thing. And I just said, there's only one way, and that is, we, you know, it's not our way. It's not about us. And he just, they just hated that. They said, it's all about us. It's all about us as a collective, too. I said, no, it's not about us. It's not about us. It's about understanding that God is sovereign, and he's going to do what he's going to do. And then the best thing we can do is get in alignment with his will. And, you know, and and since we are disconnected, ask for forgiveness and redemption and reconnection and restoration, which is what God naturally does anyway with his people. What? He said I, okay, well... I feel here. I feel here. Okay, Um. It looks like I'm getting the warning. I am trying to let us know that God uses the broken to speak truth to power. And even if power doesn't listen, if it's spoken in a podcast, on a tweet, anywhere, then you've done your job. You know, if they won't receive it, you know what Jesus said. It's just tie up the sandals and, and don't go there again. Don't hit him again at the at the turkey dinner table when it's time to say grace for your turkey dinner. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We are so appreciative of this meal. And then you say, you know, uh, mom, dad, and people here, I have something to tell you. Or Grandma, grandpa, you know, old men, old women, you know, children, cousins, whatever, I have something to tell you. If you don't repent, the plane crashes into the mountain. We are ticking down right now. We are 30 seconds to midnight. You know, there isn't time to to, to screw around with, um, you know, do you get it, do you understand, and blah, 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 and this, this, you know, here's the 800 number that Billy Graham gives you to call. You know, we, you know, there isn't time for that. This is the time for instant, you know, it's the instant salvation. And what do you need to be saved from? Uh... Basically, you need to be—you're being saved from the power of death, and you're turning to the power of life, and the power of eternal life, and and you're you're you're, you're saying that this planet, which is a you know death planet right now, it's like a death cult on on the planet. You're, you're saying that you reject it. You're not going to go ahead and just die because Klaus Schwab wants you to. You're going to go with God and live. Remember Arnold Schwarzenegger said, "Yeah, come with me and live." You know, get your vaccine. Come with me and live. He says, "You know, remember that he regretted it. He's he's a dumbass. He really is dumb. Another dumb Dumbo. Of course, Hollywood's filled with dumb people. You you may have noticed that. Well, but I still like it when I see people that are sort of celebrities that aren't completely kicked out, like Tim Tebow you know, working on you know, freeing, you know, stopping the trafficking of children. I think that's that's great. Cavizel and all those people, I got to give them 100%. I know they're tied in with the bad people are trying to corrupt them and you know, this whole spiritual matter is whirling around. But, any, but the kids said, there's just no time. You know, we need whoever will help them to help them. This is just like it was in the 1800s, though. You know, their kids will ride the trains. And there were like a million orphans, you know. Now there's like a million kids getting trafficked, you know, under, under you know. It's, it's, that's th- those are numbers that the FBI had or somebody had, you know, years ago. What are we going to do? The planet exists, the satanic system exists to prey on children. Of course, to prey on the innocent. To turn man into, you know, to disrespect God's creation, so change the genome, lop off the genitals, make men women, and you know, denigrate uh, you know motherhood, and then take the the, the baby making process or the, the make the making of, uh, of beings uh, into the laboratory, where beings can be created for their genetic uh, fruits rather than uh, you know just at random. And you know, ending you know, uh, sex for pleasure only, no sex for procreation, uh, no 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 need for meat because there's no need for humans, so they can eat bugs, and and you know, on and on and on and on and on. If you want to see a stop to that, okay. There's uh, Ben's barking at coyotes. He's out there with the coyote right now. He's got quite a quite a howl. Well, he you know, say hello to him all you dogs out there. Uh Ben's is a great dog. He's a great hang. If you brought your dogs here or if the, the, these dogs bend each other, they just hang out together, you know? It's not like uh Molly or um Dasha were German Shepherd, you know, tough and, and Eli sometimes would run after kids, you know, and he would sometimes he'd try to nip the uh anyone who was working here. But Ben's is completely a love but he's very he's stronger than the other dogs but he, you don't you don't suspect it. Anyway, um He's not coming. He's not coming. But, you know, I think the is patched, but he's warning the the fence. You know, he's warning them, he's doing exactly what I'm talking about. So what we need to do is is, you know, the we we're up this morning because of the old warning last night. And the warning is, you know, it's up. You know, the, the, the devil's wandering around like a roaring lion and looking for whom he can devour. That's so bizarre with the alarm because we had turned yeah. off. Yeah, the alarm is turned off, but I and there was no smoke, nothing. It's it's very strange, and and um, but it's just I'm just chalking up just the supernatural. I, I know all the things that are supernatural. And I know that even if other people don't see it that way, if I if I'm reading into it at all in any way, shape or form than it is real. Or I wouldn't be able to read into it. And so that's my answer on that one. Um yeah, I I hope that you uh I'm in a Yeah, here he is, he's back again. I'm in a precarious position, you know, fiddling around with um, you know, I mean I I never had to write anything again, I never had to, uh, produce any, you know, films or anything else again. I never had to do any of that again. I, I, I think I did it because my daughter committed suicide. It was so shocking to me that I, you know, that I, that I just basically was, uh, had given up, you know, and so I was trying to find, you know, so it was like finding something that was, um, you know, like returning to a first love type of thing. But then I was reminded that, you know, um, Anyway, I know I'm, I'm excited what God is doing. It's like, you know, I, I see the sympathy coming now for people going too far and, you know, so whip me. You know, it's a perfect stage is set for, you know, people being mean and awful and horrible. And then you just have to not say anything back so that, that, so that people see, you know, that spirit is, uh, you know, like when people are getting killed, they go, oh, it's just a, just a white guy. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's just a Christian. It's just, you know, taking the garbage out. You know, right? I mean, there really is this spiritual matter. It is spiritual. But when I say the devil's looking around for scalps, I mean souls. You know, scalped. People get scalped, you know, and, and they lose their souls. And... The reason that happens is because they become hypnotized and spellbound, and then they're just led to the slaughter. Well, the slaughter is, you know, it's it's the uh you know mass initiation of souls. Taking them away from God and giving them to, to Satan. When well, Satan does nothing with them because he's a created being. He has no plan for them. He just has them. And they get to have some riches on the earth, let's say, some perks, but then that's it. You know, it's it's you know, you you've spent, you traded your soul in on a trinket. Okay, that's it. It's over. And even if you've done that, you know, God will forgive you, but you have to repent. Meaning, you have to turn back that direction. It's a directional thing. So I hope that, uh, well, anyway, I probably don't even need to be talking about things like this anymore because there's no time left. And I'm going to leave you with uh, a little bit of a jam, but, you know, thank you for being there and uh, thank you for listening to our warning. And um, I hope you do something with it and reach out to other. I think you may see evidence of it out there with other people and things and families. You might see... Uh, you might have some confirmation uh, that, that uh, uh, something's gotten pretty heavy. I think it's going to turn around, though. The trend is not for you know, and this could also be a, well, shoot, I'm just tongue tied here. This could also be a prelude toward another, you know, attempted pandemic and all that. And I hope not. God bless.